Welcome to Color Me Dead. This is a true crime podcast, and we talk about murder and fuckery most foul in detail while using the darkest of humor. If you don't like words like fuck and cunt, then you probably shouldn't listen. But if you do, then join us while we fuck your feelings. (laughs) Get it together. Okay. So, welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. To another fun-filled episode of Color Me Dead. I'm Angel, and that's... Uh, Nikki. And we're on episode 94, and you get current events. Yeah, why not? So, if you guys are interested, so... So, so, um, if you got, um, so, <laughs> if you guys are interested in finding us on social media, you can find us on Instagram, Color Me Dead Podcast, or Color Me Dead Angel, or Gory underscore Nikki. If you want to find us on the Twitter account that we ignore, you can find <laughs> us at Color Me Dead Pod. We're also on Facebook. Uh, we have the Color Me Dead Podcast group and Color Me Dead Podcast page. And the group is crazy. Um, just as a FYI, we take almost no responsibility for the filth that gets posted in there. Some of it's true crime. Most of it is not. That being said, we're just there. You guys, just kidding. It's, <laughs> the, the Color Me Dead podcast group is basically a so-so'd. It's it a is. shit show. It really is. It's uh, nice. It's very nice. It's very nice. Very guys, that's quite nice. <laughs> uh, if you guys are interested in checking out our sponsors or seeing what you can do to help us out via Patreon, you can check us out at ageofradio.org slash colormedead. And as far as Patreon goes, you guys are kicking ass lately. I don't yes. know if it was because of all of our subtle plugs in your <laughs> return episode or the Q&A. Or, you know, whatever. But you guys are kicking ass, and we thank you very, very, very much. Yes, Melissa Morgan, Brett Harris, Samantha Vaughn, and Sharon Hoffman as our top-tier examinators. Examinators. Thank you guys very much. Thank you to all of our new Patreons, and for those of you who have... um edited your patreon you know thanks. yeah there's so many badass patreons right now i was like a whole every day i'm like oh my god yay. i know you guys have no idea how much that really does help it us. really does um if you want to get some of your merch some of your merch how about some of our merch <laughs> with our sayings and shit on it we're working on getting more um you can go to colormedeadpod.threadless.com and you can get some you can get shower curtains you can get blankets you can get bath mats for the love of Christ, or you can just get a regular t-shirt or a tank top or whatever you want. So we said we're going to do current events, right? Right. Because we haven't done them for a while. No, we have not. So we're going to start off this week in a place where I fell in love with a stripper. Oh, good God. Take me to New Orleans. <laughs> New Orleans. New Orleans. 32-year-old Tastanty. Tast- Mm-hmm. You heard Sorry. it right. Chastony. We're going to return refer to him as his last name, which is Tony. <laughs> I can say that one. Who just happened to be the son of a New Orleans police officer. Killed two and injured seven during, a Mardi, during Mardi Gras on Saturday, March 2nd. Fun fact. That was his birthday also. Oh, wow. Yep. His 32nd birthday, he decided to be a, a douchebag. So what happened was, at 8.05 p.m., the New Orleans Police Department responded to a call of bicyclists, I can't say that word, bicyclists, struck (laughs) along a stretch of, you say this word, 
I'm sure it's Cajun or some shit. <laughs> Esplanade? Yes, that avenue. When they arrived, they found eight people injured. Two died at the scene. Five were transported to the hospital in critical condition. And one who was stable refused treatment. They were like, no, fuck you. An additional person sought treatment on Sunday morning, though, so that makes that brings their count up to nine. The two that died had not been identified yet, but there was a male and a female, and they were both 30 years old. That fucking hmm. blows. That's quite young. Just riding your bicycle and you get blasted by a douche. Which is a really, really crummy way <clears throat> to celebrate any Mardi Gras. Right? <coughs> Which, by the way... By the way, way. By the way, tomorrow, Tuesday, March 5th, is Fat Tuesday. Oh, what do we do on Fat Tuesday? Um, I am making uh, chicken and sausage jambalaya and crab salad Mardi Gras to share with my co-workers. I'll save you a little bit. I'm going to but, Salt Lake uh, to the doctor. <laughs> Woohoo! Fat Tuesday. Fat Tuesday is the day that you basically spend. It's it's like the end. You, like so, Mardi Gras is coming to an end, right? Right. Fat Tuesday is before Ash Wednesday. So what you do is you eat and drink to your heart's delight, because on Ash Wednesday, which is Shrove Day, you are actually getting ready to prepare for a lot of fasting following right. that so fat tuesday is the day that you let it all hang out and you eat all the things now the only thing that sucks about being a landlocked person that loves southern food <laughs> um came from crazy we came i come from crazy cajun jeans and uh <laughs> i'm living in utah uh is the fact that good seafood is not at my disposal nope um and there's only so much that i can do as far as my fat tuesday like there's no king cake my crab here is questionable at best right and we don't really have crawdads like mud bugs don't really exist up here no so to make like etouffee or do a boil it's not likely no so i'm gonna make the two things that i make very well and go from there I'm in. I, I'm, I volunteer as tribute to try such a thing. <laughs> you love my crab salad. I know. I do. It's, del- it's delicious. I know. I remember that one time you brought me the big thing of it, and I was like, oh, fuck, yeah. And I didn't <laughs> tell anybody else that was here, and I ate it all. So, going back to the bag of douche, according to witnesses, a dark Chevrolet sports car tried to pass a vehicle on the right side. He drifted into the bicyclist lane and accelerated up to 80 miles per hour. Now, is S whatever avenue, is that like, is that like one of those little streets down in like the French Quarter or? It doesn't, not, not really, no. Because I was going to say, if you're trying to pass somebody on the right there, you're going to run into all the people. No, I don't even really know where that street is. Hold on. Yeah, no, that's way outside the quarter. That's like the seventh ward. Oh. Because I, yeah, I was like, that's way outside the quarter. So, homeboy, like, I was going to say, as soon as you said past him on the right and doing 80 miles an hour, I'm like, nah, man, he's on like, he's out. Right, yeah. I was wondering what kind of street it was because I was like, in my brain. You can't do that in the French Quarter. (laughs) Yeah, in my brain, it's going one of two different ways. If he's in the French Quarter, this is horrifyingly bad. (laughs) You're going to hit way more than that. Right, and this is bad enough, but in the French Quarter, like, oh, God. Well, and there's there's no way that, like, during Mardi Gras, they actually um, shut down most of the streets from the outside. Mm. 
in and no cars can go yeah. through there the only way they're going to let you in and they're going to detour you so there's only one way you can get in and one way you can get out like on each side and that is just to get to your hotel once you get to your hotel and park your vehicle you're on foot like they don't even let like ubers and shit get that close yeah. <clears throat> um well just when we were out there i don't know how the hell a car would try to get down the street on, you can't like even linen. to get our vehicle so like when I was out there with my brother to get our vehicle down Dauphin Street to our hotel because we stayed in the Dauphin, it's so narrow, so mm. narrow that like if another vehicle's coming down the street, you guys literally have like pinkies distance Mm-mm. like from each other's vehicles. So yeah, like once I and especially want. in Mardi Gras, they shut that the fuck down. Yeah, like everybody's want. on feet. You would hit literally like if you were to drive down a street doing eighty, you would hit no less than a thousand people. <laughs> I mean. Technically. Yeah. Tony was booked at the Orleans Justice Center jail on Sunday morning around 5 a.m. It is believed that Tony was impaired at the time of the incident. I did not see that coming. Did you see that coming? Oh, I did come on. Not in New Orleans Parish? Right. Let's New Orleans. It's Mardi Gras, 8 p.m., and it's his birthday. Oh, yeah. He's wilding out. Yep. Yeesh. At the time of the article, they were still trying to determine exactly what condition he was in at the time of the accident, but I'm pretty sure we can all guess it. Mm -hmm. He's been charged with two counts of vehicular homicide and seven counts of negligent injury, hit and run, and reckless operation. Wow. This article and all of these articles came from People Crime, just so you know. Jesus. But before you tell a story, Mm -hmm. can we talk about Luke Perry? Sure we can. Since it's current events, mm-hmm. he died today. I did not know that until you said that. Um, when I'm at work and I've been going through <clears throat> training, I'm there from 8 to 5. I can't have my phone when I am like online. Yeah. So I literally briefly look at my like look at my phone on my breaks, but it's usually to see if my kids text me and stuff. So apparently he suffered a massive stroke and did not recover at the oh. age of 52. Oh, I thought it was younger for some reason. No, he's 52. I just kind of glanced at the headline because it came up when I was on the People website on the People Crime stuff. It showed up and I was like, no, like the slow motion. No, please not Luke Perry. Yep. That's really sad. I know. Well, it just goes to show you like, um, when people talk about high blood pressure and a few other things, those are your silent killers, dude. When people think that those things don't mean much in the like in your medical well-being, they really do. Like that is how sev- like he had a stroke so severe that it killed him. Yes. My That's- aunt had a stroke yeah. while I was with her. That woman is in her 70s, had a major stroke and came back like rebounded with no deficit uh deficiencies yeah deficits yeah he was 52 and it fucking killed him well my stepdad is 50 how old am i 58 59 ish i think he's 59 and he had his stroke last year after his heart surgery because they took him off the heparin and he Mm -hmm. clotted and had the stroke had he not been in the university hospital at the time they wouldn't have got it out and he would have died and that was just from surgery like strokes are no fucking joke no they're very serious um, it was huge. Another death that actually happened, Keith Flint, one of the lead artists of the group Prodigy, was he's he was the front man with the devils. Yeah. I'm a fire starter. Yeah. Killed himself. 49. <gasps> when? Uh, 
last night or today, this morning, last night? There was another, there was a drummer from a band. I can't think of what it was. I want to say Coldplay, but I might be way wrong. But he also, he died at a super young age, too. Yeah, so he apparently died from self-inflicted injury today. That's 49 years old. I know. God damn it. I know. Oh, and so, you know how we were talking about Auntie Fee last time? Um, on our so-so, she mm-hmm. was like something, something sweet for the kids, something mm-hmm. sweet for the fucking kids. She also died of a heart attack like a year ago. Yeah, like a I massive heart that. attack. And she wasn't a big lady. She was no a small like you. It, that's what I'm saying, dude. Like health is relative. Like you don't have to be overweight. You don't no. have to be. You know what I'm saying? Of course, when it when it comes to weight, you know. I, I, I genuinely worry about some people because of their weight. Not Even if they're like, oh, you know, my cholesterol is fine or um, I don't have high blood pressure, I still worry about like how hard is your heart working? What about your joints? Like that kind of thing, um, which is what spurred me into wanting to lose weight because it was like mm-hmm. affecting me adversely in a lot of ways. But even the fittest people, shit, look, look at Luke Perry. Right. You know what I mean? Had a stroke. People can have heart attacks and not be. Well, my mom had one at 48 and she was in, she's like the ideal weight. Oh yeah. Your mom's like all but a Pilates instructor, mm-hmm. like doing all these super marathons and shit. So what's funny is that she goes in and she's got like the heart problems. I don't know what her blood pressure is and all that, <clears throat> but her cholesterol is obviously not right. Right. I go in weighing in a hundred pounds overweight, a hundred plus overweight. <laughs> And my everything is perfect. My blood pressure is perfect. My cholesterol is perfect. My everything is perfect. I'm just fat. You know what's funny is I have high blood pressure. I'm on medicine for high blood pressure. And I'm what, 30, 30, 40 pounds overweight. Depending on what I eat, I'm anywhere from 25 to 45 pounds overweight. (laughs) 25 to 45 depends on if I took a shit or not. I don't know. I I don't know what I ate today. After I took a shit, 25. (laughs) (laughs) It was pretty healthy. Um, I have blight blood pressure. Blight blood pressure. (laughs) Did you get all that? Yes. I have high blood pressure, and I am on a medication to assist me with that. And it drives my primary care physician bonkers because everything else and that like other than that he was like you don't drink and i'm like nope he's like you need to quit smoking i'm like yeah well you know baby steps okay and he's like but really he's like you're not you're not that far overweight you don't have this you don't have this your cholesterol's okay like you just have weird high blood pressure tell me what it is and i'm like i don't know dude like clint had it too and he's like in good health and he's busy all the time like yeah. he climbs and stuff and he's the ideal weight yeah. but his blood pressure was through the fucking roof like i'm surprised he's still alive yeah dude mine the last time it's actually come down quite a bit but i went in there one day and carl took my blood pressure or like the nurse did but he read it on the notes and he was like that's got to be wrong and then he took my blood pressure he's like you're like stage two hypertensive or something and i was like oh shit is that bad and he's like yeah that's bad so now I'm on a blood pressure medicine and I actually have to like cuff myself and take my, bu- my blood pressure really? and shit. Yeah. And keep track of it. And I have to go see Carl like every three to six weeks and shit. And, like, yeah. My blood pressure was high after I fell off the porch. <laughs> I'm sure it was. 
they were like it was still in the normal range but they were like uh it was my mom and stepdad in there because my stepdad was working urgent care that night and so he's the one that checked me and he was like holy shit your blood pressure is higher than it usually is i'm like i know he's like it's still in the normal range but it's high i'm like it hurts yeah, I'm in pain. Yeah, it hurts. It's me. <laughs> I know the last time I went in and he was checking mine, it was right after I had that tooth oh, taken. Oh, God. And so, and I still have a chunk of bone, like, mm. trying to shift. And he would, <laughs> he's taking my blood pressure and he's like, are you, your heart's racing a little bit. And he was like, are you nervous? And I was like, no, I hurt. Like, I'm in pain right now. And he's like, am I hurting you? And I was like, no, it's my mouth. And he's like, is that why I'm seeing you today? And I'm like, nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Keep nope. guessing. Just, I mean, we could do this all afternoon. Right. Uh, do, do you want me to tell you or should we just keep playing? I, I mean, I can go either I way. I love this game. Let's yeah. do it. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> tell me why my fingertips are numb. <clears throat> so on Saturday, March 2nd, the bodies of two teenagers that had been missing for a week were actually discovered. 17-year-old boy was charged with two counts of moita. The boy is charged with a murder. Um, his name is Connor Kerner of Indiana. Uh, Val Valparicio? Paracio? Yeah. yeah. Valparis Val whatever. Indiana. All you Indianians peoples. Somebody reach out and tell me. Mm-hmm. So anyway, he's being held without bond for the murders of Molly Lamb, who was nineteen, and Thomas Grill, who was eighteen. Apparently the couple had last been seen together February twenty fifth. Foul play really hadn't been suspected at that point in the disappearance. Well, in the beginning. Right. An anonymous source led the police to the victim's body. The statement from the police said that the subject informed uh, the detectives that they had... Okay, so the subject informed our detectives that they had information about the missing teens that had, teens that had been killed by Connor, Connor Kerner. Okay, parents, don't fucking do that. Mm-mm. Connor Kerner. Kerner, Kerner. I know, that's that. what I was thinking. I was like, you know what? This is a shitty thought, but that's probably why he killed people because that's his fucking name. My name's Connor Kerner. Connor Kerner. Like, you guys gave the him fuck. a double N-E-R on, in N-E-R. Connor yeah. Kerner. And he doesn't get to get married and change that shit. Like, he's stuck with it forever. Yeah, you you guys kind of failed him there. So, they, they said that they had information about the missing teens that had been killed by Connor Kerner. Their bodies were placed in a black Honda Civic that they were driving, driven out to a field in rural... He- rural. Rural. <laughs> I feel, feel pretty dumb on that one. In rural <laughs> Hebron, Indiana, lit it on fire. Now, Kerner was taken in by the police for questioning, but he refused to answer any of their stuff. Weird. Smart man, it's shut the fuck up Friday. Plead right. the fifth. Don't say a goddamn word. Get your attorney. He's like, yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know. So the bodies were, in fact, found inside the torched car where the person who tipped them off said that it would be. However, the cause of death has not yet been determined. A motive has also not been determined. So either we're going to have to keep an eye on this one or... We're just going to let this one play out and make a make a return. Like, I really want to know why. And so when I was reading it, I'm like, tell me why, tell me why. And then it didn't tell me why. I was like, what the fuck? I want to yeah. know why right now. But it only happened Saturday. So this is a super well, current event. Well, they found the bodies Saturday. Chances are that, like, <clears throat> okay, not chances are. There's a lot of different scenarios that we can play out in this one. So all of us armchair sleuthers. If a person sets fire to a vehicle with bodies in it, he's probably trying to destroy evidence and all of that business. Mm. We've we've had this happen before. But I'm going to say they were either dead or unconscious or mm-hmm. rendered 
unconscious somehow, whether it was knocking them out, drugging them, alcohol, that kind of thing, to put them in a vehicle, to have them in a vehicle and then set fire to it. Otherwise, they're going to fight and try to escape at, at, by any means necessary. Yeah. Nobody wants to burn alive. Oh, fuck no. So they were either already dead or they were way out. Right. Would be my guess. Yeah. I just want to fucking know why. <laughs> well, Why and- is a 17-year-old killing a 19-year-old and an 18-year-old? What happened? Knowing what I know in situations that kids are capable of doing the craziest, most obscene things at any age. Mm-hmm. Nothing shocks me anymore, dude. Well, and they're so driven by their emotions, their mm-hmm. little teenage emotions, and they don't understand how small their problems are. These are finger quotes finger right now, quotes. the problems. Because the things that I thought were a problem, like that were life-ending problems oh, sure. in high school. Sure. Now I'm like, why, why was I upset? There's, there's sometimes that my children will be exponentially upset over something and I'm just standing there looking. I've got like one eyebrow permanently glued to the inner part <laughs> of my nose, just staring at them like, what? But I have to stop, pull myself away and be like, look at this. From their perspective, this is something very life-changing for them. It's something they've never dealt with before. Mm. The older you get, the more life experience you have under your belt. Those problems are very small in the grand scheme of things because they haven't been late on a mortgage yet. They haven't had a water heater go out or like, you know, have to meet the deductible on like your Uh, medical insurance. mm -hmm. So there's... There's a lot of things that they they get themselves into a situ. Well, they they find themselves in situations and they look at it and they're like, "Holy shit!" Right? They don't understand that in the grand scheme of this, it's very small. Yeah. There are some children that roam this planet that are just fucked up, for a lack of better words. There are children that have suffered trauma and abuse that they don't even respond to traumatic situations anymore Mm -hmm. the way that a normal human being would. Um, If a complete stranger, say you guys are all sitting in your living room and like four complete strangers busted through your front door with weapons, would your kids not freak the fuck out and cry? Yeah, they would. Absolutely. Okay. So there are situations that I know of where police have busted into a home, like a home raid or whatever, weapons drawn there's glass breaking people are shouting and there's a two-year-old sitting in the corner just like watching it all go down not crying not flinching not nothing just sitting there watching it all go down that is trauma they don't even fucking respond to it anymore now that being said look at a child like beth thomas the child of rage who went through so much abuse at such a young age that that's the only feeling that's the only emotion she knew and the only way for her to express anything was to hurt people she wanted to kill people at the age of five yep so when you hear stories about kids mutilating animals killing animals And you, like, there's a certain situation where, say, um, you know, a teenage boy had been interviewed um, who had done, like, an aggravated assault or something. And the therapist gets into it with him, and he talks about his history of harming animals. And he's like, ah, yeah, this one time I, like, threw gasoline or lighter fluid on a cat, and I burned it alive because I liked the way it sounded when it was Uh. screaming as it died. 
because I knew it was in pain. Those are the kinds of things that come out of kids' mouths that you look at them and you're like, Jesus, you know what I mean? Look at Wayne Nathan Nance, who for no reason whatsoever found a bunch of little stray kitties huddled next to a incinerator and threw the little kitties in there just because he was like fuck it let them die no that's so sad but yeah you you do so when you're like what's a 17 no man i don't know they're fucked up kids are weird i don't like it take it back save the receipt i won't run over boxes that are in the road because i'm always afraid there's going to be puppies or kitties or something because some people do that people do that right next to my house that's how i end up with so many feral kitties well and that one year there were a bunch of puppies in there which if you do that, if you're a human being and you put animals in a box on the side of the road, I hope you get dick splinters and mm-hmm. I something sharp and sandpapery and awful in your urethra. urethra. <laughs> but uh, no, that one dude like drove up and threw a box of puppies off, like you know where my property is on the creek line where the where mm-hmm. I've got it locked on a fence, and he threw a bunch of puppies and then sped off. And when I got over there and looked at the puppies, like, they were all but dead. Um, I know they had parvo. They were all very, very little. They were very weak and they're very sick. And so chances are they weren't nursing because puppies usually won't pick up parvo until they start nursing because they're still picking up immunities from the mother's milk. And so I took them into the vet and had the vet just put them all down. Um, Because fighting parvo is incredibly difficult, and especially when they're that far gone. But yeah, it was like a box of seven puppies. I was like, you're a bad person, and you should feel bad. You should choke on a bullet. So what about crazy boyfriends? You want to talk about crazy boyfriends? I would love to talk about crazy boyfriends. Would you? I don't want a crazy boyfriend, but I would like to talk about them. I've had crazy boyfriends. I'll go without for the rest of my life. Okay, thanks. Bye. Right. That's a no for me. Thank you. Drive through, please. Yes. On May 15th mm-hmm. of 2018, Yeesh. so this is not very current, but it's kind of current, a blast ripped through a day spa in Aliso Viejo. Aliso Viejo. Viejo. Yes, Viejo, California, killing 48-year-old. You, you go with your Russian. Oh, man. I don't know if she's Dude, Russian or not. I don't know not. that much Russian yet. So, <laughs> Eldiko Kranjanak. Yes, her. And it injured three others. Two days later, authorities arrested her ex-boyfriend and business partner, Stephen Beale, on suspicion of possessing an unregistered destructive device. According to a federal criminal complaint by People at the time, uh, investigators found 130 pounds of explosives. Sorry, I'm getting excited. I cannot say the fucking word. (laughs) Explosives and related material in his residence, mostly his garage. He allegedly explained that he was a formal. God, sorry. Formal. Former. I keep getting excited. A former model rocket hobbyist. Okay. Because that explains. You know what? That might explain like 10 or even 20 pounds of accelerant or explosive. But when you have 130 pounds, the size of most humans, like uh, an actual human being. The size of my mother. Like for realsies, that's a lot of explosives. It really is. Hey man, let's be be real with each other. That's excessive. Mm -hmm. Uh, They also recovered two cardboard tubes. Um, described as similar to improvised explosives with 30-inch fuses. <laughs> when he was asked about these, he said uh, he hadn't made any bombs. All right. 
okay, so, but did they ask you if you made bombs or did they just hold up these things and go, what is all this? And he's like, I don't know, but I didn't make a bomb. You know, I I don't know, but I didn't make a goddamn bomb. It's a Roman candle. Okay, put it, just light it (laughs) and see. (laughs) That's why, that's why I love talking to young adults who have not quite figured out the art of fibbing and telling little white lies. So when I find something and I'm like, I'm looking at it and I'm like, huh, and one way I'm like, hey, do you know what happened to this? And he's like, I don't know. I didn't step on it. Like, well, I didn't ask you if it had been stepped on, yo. I asked you if you knew what had happened to it. So what had happened was you stepped on so it. So what had happened was you broke it. You want to mm-hmm. you wanna tell me about how this ended up on the floor? Yeah, and this guy's how old? And he's acting like that? 40? No, 59. 59. She was 48. Mm-hmm. Uh, the charges didn't stick. I don't fucking know why. Two days later, prosecutors withdrew their complaint, and Bill, who was 59, as we said, it was now free to go. Oh, good. Ten months later, so this is what makes it a little bit more current. <laughs> um, he has been arrested again in connection with this explosion. Oh, no. Wasn't that the FBI lady? Yes. That was like, yeah, we went ahead and nabbed him up. Her name was Lawyer. Uh, l- lawyer. No, lawyer. no, it wasn't. Her name is Lawyer. Wow, we're just going to go ahead and mouth bang all of this, Laura. This is what we are today. I'm Miller. But yeah, she was the FBI lady that came from the field office in LA and made those charges because why? Um, well, they didn't disclose the specifics. Specifics. Yes, I said that one wrong on purpose. Oh, good. For once. <laughs> Thanks for taking the heat off me. Since I... Specifics. Specifics. Uh, according to the Associated Press, the FBI broke down Bill's front and garage doors to search his Long Beach home on Sunday after on yeah on Sunday afternoon. Authorities did not disclose what they were searching for. I could imagine. I know without them disclosing, maybe they were looking for model rockets. Probably because mm-hmm. they were really into them too. They're like, you do model rockets, so do I. Oh my How god! How did I miss this? Let's search your house and find them. <laughs> according to last year's criminal complaint um bill is a part-time actor who built homemade fireworks and rockets but told the authorities that he lost interest in lost interest in the rockets in 2004 shortly after one of his creations attained mach 2 speed according to the washington post right so that but okay so but then why are we still holding on to 130 pounds of explosive material as well as fuses and devices in which to launch it's only been 15 years i mean you can't get rid of it yet no what Duh. if i need that what if i what if i just all of a sudden get into rockets again i don't know um <laughs> uh, the two bill and however we say her name Krenjanak. Yes, co-owned the spa that was bombed, and the two previously dated. I think it's Krijanak. Krijanak. Krijanak? Krijanak? I don't know. I don't know, dude. I don't know that much Russian yet. Here's how it's spelled. K-R-A-J-N-Y-A-K. Then you guys can figure that shit out on your own. I'm telling you, like, to read Krillic is difficult. I'm just saying, like, some of their mouth noises don't make sense to me. Right. You're like... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, dude. Duh. I'm not there. I'm not there yet. <laughs> According to the post, she was sorting through the mail as two customers looked in. When she opened a package, an explosion occurred. The okay. uh, oh, she's Hungarian. The Hungarian. Uh, uh, <laughs> I even know that word. Anesthetician. I was gonna say anesthetician. <laughs> 
Yes, her, was found dead inside the building. Sheriff spokeswoman Carrie Brown told people last year the two customers sustained multiple lacerations and were taken to the hospital for treatment and both survived. A third woman was treated for smoke inhalation and was released at the scene. But, um, but, um, uh, yeah. According to last <laughs> year's criminal complaint, Bill told investigators that he and Krynyak had recently split due to financial financial issues and a dispute over their sex life. Mm-hmm. Despite the split, they remained business partners. That sounds like an amazing fucking idea. Amazing. Yeah. He remains in custody, and it's unclear whether he has an attorney at this time. He has not yet entered a plea. I feel like I don't... Nothing could have gone wrong, right? Owning a... You know? I just really think that once you hit the bricks, whether it's a personal relationship, a partnership, or whatever, like if you're BFFs with somebody, or you're married with your bus- married to your business partner, or in some long-term relationship, once one founders you might as well go ahead and practice ending the other. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you fail romantically, clearly you're going to have some issues with your business. Right. And if you're business founders and you both find yourself staring at bankruptcy forms, chances are your home life is not going to go well either. No, not so <clears throat> So you might as well go ahead and start looking at how to divide up your assets. Yes. <laughs> your ASs. Yes, the at. Well, I'm just yeah. saying, like, there's no way. That can't possibly end in a healthy, normal relationship. Yeah, I don't care how fucking grown up you are. Clearly, (laughs) this guy wasn't very grown up. He's he's blowing people up with model rockets. (laughs) Fuck me, no, fuck Fuck you. you. I don't know. I try to be as grown up as possible, but I fail a lot of the time. Sometimes it's like, you know what? Fuck this. It's kind of like that. I have a meme of uh, Dave Chappelle. Where he's like, why are you so mean to be- mean to people? Because fuck them. That's why. Right? Mm. Fuck. I know my mom asked me that one day. She's like, why are you so mean? And I was like, because fuck you. That's why. Right? I don't have to explain shit to you. If I'm mean to you, then that makes it so you can't be mean to me. So Oh, and like she off. had any business asking me that. My mom is the creator and founder of resting bitch face, high hot temper for no goddamn reason, went through menopause for the better part of a goddamn decade, <laughs> fucked us up for no fucking reason. Like, do not pick a fight with me over my attitude. I learned it somewhere. I am my mother's daughter. Right? Jesus. Because you taught me how to be this way, ma'am. I know. It's like that 80s commercial, that, like, the dare commercial. I learned it from watching you. Right? <laughs> you can't do that why are you so mean bitch did you know that you have your hip popped out and your hip like foot locked in ready to do battle as you ask me this <laughs> and then want to know why i'm so mean because you're mean you teach me to be you mean goddamn mama. rottweiler step back <laughs> reel it in you're at a 10 need you at a two yep. bring it down a notch yep. so speaking of people who needed to reel it down a little bit yeesh So this is a Texas teen that allegedly stabbed to death a 16-year-old rival after a social media feud went down over a boyfriend. Come on, Um, children. Let me tell. Let me tell you a secret. Ivan says no boy worth it. No. No. Not one. (laughs) I love my son, but even my son is not worth two chicks fucking fighting over. Come on. Like, at what point did your dignity? fall so far behind you that you're going to scrap over a dude first and foremost but stab another bitch to death 
Uh-uh. No. No, Hari Hunty. You guys probably you, dated for like a month and you wrote notes to each other. Fuck. Dude, have him. At that particular juncture, I give this many facts. Uh, it's kind of like that time that, remember that dude when I lived in Arizona and I went on a, I, I actually went on a business trip and he did not live with me. I had my own place, did not live with me, but because I had pets and shit, when I went out of town, he had a key to my home and he took care of my animals and stayed in my apartment at a very lovely apartment in the Phoenix area. Went on a symposium came home early or one of our keynote speakers canceled and so we weren't going to be staying as long as like you know what i'll surprise him we'll come home early came home early oh no yeah came home early and found him in my bed with another female now did i calmly (laughs) no No. i did not did i calmly coolly collectly handle the situation no i did not do that either is that the one where you burned your mattress yeesh 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 (laughs) so i was extraordinarily angry um just because they had violated pretty much all of my personal space like you don't come into my apartment and be romantic with another human being in my space like get the fuck out of here right so yeah that is the time that i did drag my bed out and burn the motherfucker because i was like (laughs) i'm not sleeping on that shit like i have an rc willy card i'll go get a new one i don't give a fuck i got good credit right (laughs) yeah so but did i kill anybody no i did not i murdered a mattress I burned see, it to death. Do you see how that works? You can murder the mattress that doesn't put you in jail. I mean, right. it might for a minute for arson, but whatever. It's not murder. Unlawful uh, unlawful destruction of property. I was like, it's my property. It's but my fucking bed. Girl. It's my bed. But could I have disposed of... I was getting rid of the bed regardless. Like, could I have just gotten rid of, like, the the sheets and the mattress cover? Sure. Would it have been nearly as effective in, like... I, I was dramatic no. for a presence. You know what I mean? Sometimes just a presence. Like, holy shit, is she really burning that? I was like, you next, bitch. Like, was I really going to do it? No, but was she afraid? She certainly was, as was he. I wouldn't want to sleep on the bed after my no, boyfriend I didn't was either. fucking somebody else on it. Like, I, I don't really feel angry. like that's dramatic. I probably could have handled that better, but the fact that I did not physically destroy them in any sort of way like he did take a few light slaps but nothing a few light slaps a few light slams but nothing 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 of what i fucking should have done no just kidding you, you should you never put your hands do, on people in situations no. keep your hands to yourself no but your, your emotions but yeah, you didn't no. stab a bitch no so an 18 year old texas teen who actually she went to the home of her rival and they had been going after each other on different social medias she fatally stabbed this girl in a fight sorry i giggle because i'm like god damn you two jesus get it together like i never thought about physically harming another female to that extent like was i gonna pull some of her hair out maybe like, like was i gonna her egg her car yeah. or like rough up her rims or something maybe but did I? No. Did I ever plan on stabbing somebody? Hell no. Are you crazy? Right. <laughs> Fuck. What is wrong with you? So anyway, they get into this altercation and it, it actually went down in the younger girl's driveway and that's where it all happened. So Caitlin Castanilla, who was 18 of San Antonio, died from the stab wounds that she sustained. This all went down after 1 a.m. on a Friday outside of her San Antonio home. Now, the 16-year-old girl who was charged with her murder... Um, whose name wasn't released because because she's 16 because she's a minor so anyway 
Um, she was charged with the murder, according to the San Antonio Police Department, that was confirming that article with people in a prelim- preliminary statement. Um, by the by, if your kid is 16 years old, 1 a.m. on a Friday, get your ass mm-hmm. in the house. Like, d- dude, my kid is 18. 18. Do you think she's out of the house at 1 a.m.? No. She's probably walking from my house to grandma's or grandma's to our house. But if I caught her little fast ass outside at 1 o'clock in the morning getting into some thug shit, right? I'd fuck everybody up. Like, and I'm kicking some, your ass, your ass, your ass. And if some bitches come to my house looking for a fight, you're, you're gonna not going to get my kid. No, you certainly me. will get one, but it's not going to be my child. Um... <laughs> So, like I said, the authorities are, are not identifying the 16-year-old that attacked and stabbed because she is a minor and this is an ongoing investigation. Now, eighteen the 18-year-old who accompanied Castanilla to the suspect's house sustained superficial cuts in the attack. The three had actually attended ja- uh, James Madison High in San Antonio. The two 18-year-olds graduated last year and the 16-year-old was still attending school there. All of this stems from an ex-boyfriend. Oh, my God. So, uh, Kestania's aunt, her name is Marie Fernandez, had actually been the one that they um, they interviewed for the San Antonio Express News. Now, early Friday morning, the suspect allegedly told police she had been assaulted in her driveway when she arrived home from work. She had said that she had gotten messages on social media from the other two girls stating that they wanted to fight her so when they got to the suspect's house the fight erupts and the suspect allegedly stabbed them both uh castania and her friend told authorities that they had been stabbed after being after a jumping at after jumping a girl at her house um how was this girl ready with a knife that's what i want to know like they attacked her yet she was ready with a knife i mean if they were exchanging messages on facebook saying that they wanted to fight each other she probably left her house with a weapon yeah i'm going to say like whether or not she had premeditated the attack or did she have it as an attempt to be like i've got a knife Da, 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 try to get him to back down that sort of thing i don't know damn well castanio was rushed to the local hospital hospital where she was pronounced dead just before 2 a.m for weeks castanio and the subject had been trading verbal jabs over social media and this is what her aunt was telling the news the express news their arguing had actually gotten worse over the last several weeks and castanio's ex-boyfriend began dating the suspect before going back to castania so he was doing some he was doing the back and forth right and instead of getting mad at him for being a total shitbag they're gonna go after each other girls do not do that okay go for your man figure out that he's the one (laughs) fucking up here listen listen just remember that when a boy is doing this it is not the other girl's fault now is there fault to be placed on several individuals sure you can start with yourself you are partially to blame for allowing yourself to get sucked into a situation where your emotions are being fucked with. You know how you put a stop to that? Stop fucking with little boys that have no respect for your feelings. Mm-hmm. When he ditched you and went back to another, fe- went to a different female and then came skirting back to you, you should have been like, you know what? No, I don't trust you. Your judgment sucks. Mm-hmm. I value myself and my feelings more than what you have to offer. Therefore, 
or I'm going to ask you to turn around and kick rocks out of my driveway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, yep. don't, do not put yourself in a position. Then you can lay blame elsewhere. You can start by with, like, your dude clearly didn't value you. No, it's why, not- were, why are you going to blame the other female? She didn't do it. He did it. And then and you allowed him to do it. even if she did, even yeah. if she did, it was him who betrayed you, not her. Right. Because some girls are like, yeah, fuck her, I'm going to try to get this dude. Well, you guys have no, you got nothing to each other. You're not best friends or anything. Right. He's the one that's going back and forth. Dude, if you're, if, if somebody so tests your homeboy's medal and he drops and goes for another female, he wasn't loyal in the first place. Quit fucking with him. Yes. He sucks. And learn your lesson for the next one. Yeah. Yeesh. Fuck. Dude, make a list of all the unacceptable things about this person, and don't don't let another person bring that shit into your life. But don't do you don't go and start a fight and jump somebody and then get stabbed, right, dude? So anyway, Castania uh, isn't able to give her side of the story, but it's been ongoing bullying on both sides, and this was the victim who passed. This is the aunt Maria Fernandez. She said that to the Express News. I am very, I can appreciate the fact that she acknowledged that her niece was not blameless. Yeah. Yeah, she was not blameless in all this. So while she is not there to give her version of the story or her side of the story, she did acknowledge the fact that both girls have been excruciatingly annoying to each other. So it's on social media. It's on social media. So there are a lot of factors that have contributed to this. And at the end of the day, whether it was right, whether it was wrong, let's face it, it was all wrong. In all aspects, she said that her niece didn't really have intentions to hurt anybody. However, when you go to another person's house to, to beat the fuck out of to him. beat the shit out of somebody, you are intending to hurt someone. She had no business being at that house. Let's right. just let's just go ahead and lay the foundation for this. Should should homegirl have come out of the house with a weapon? No, homegirl should have stayed in the house. But should sweetheart niece that has passed away, who's not quite the sweetheart, been over there in the first place? No, ma'am. No. Yeah, it's all the way around. It's fucked. Yeah, no. Um, the suspect is suspect is being held at the Bexar County Juvenile Detention Center. Now, it's undetermined, unknown, whether she has entered a plea or hired an attorney to represent her. Like I said, this investigation continues. It is ongoing, and no further information has been released to public from police at this point. Right. Sure. So, did we learn a lesson from this I'm just story? saying, like, don't, 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 just don't, like... Don't bring weapons. Matter of fact, don't come out of the house. Don't go to the house. Quit playing with stupid young boys that have no respect for your feelings. Matter of fact, you should have gone to homegirl's house and been like, let's let's text him and trick him into coming to dinner with both of us so that you can make a fool of him in public if that would have made you feel better. Those right. are my favorite videos. You ever come across one of those? No. Where like the two girls find out that dude has been playing them both? Oh, dude, I'll find that video and send it to you. What There's is a few. that movie? Something we hate, John... John Tucker. Tucker. I John love Tucker, that or movie. John Tucker. John Tucker must die. That's John what Tucker it is. must die. Oh, well, it's kind of like that movie with uh, Cameron Diaz, the other woman. Yes. Where he's cheating on his wife and the side chick with a new hot little youngster. Yeah, because one of my favorite lines come out of that movie. My situation is always situated. <laughs> I really liked that movie. It was funny. Yes. So... I'm not usually a Cameron Diaz fan, and that eh. quote came from her. I'm a situation that's always, always situated. situated. I actually used to really love com- ca- ca- Cameron. Cameron Cameron Diaz. 
the sweetest thing yes that was great let's face it bad teacher the mask oh my god bad teacher Dude, bad i te- love that movie i laughed through all of those the other woman was actually pretty clever yes. she's gotten to a phase where i don't know her comedy isn't what it used to be right because like something about mary was still pretty good uh, let's face it that was really good yeah um but I would, I would really have to go with the sweetest thing because those girls <laughs> were as dirty as like you and I. Uh-huh. When she's like, "Ooh, girl, is that your punani?" I have never had a complaint in the punani odor department. <laughs> Ooh, me knew, me neither. High five for the clean punani. Like, <laughs> my situation is always situated. Just yep. saying. Yep. 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 Do you ever watch Storage Wars? I haven't for a long time. Yep. <laughs> I don't favorite. have cable. Like I don't really watch TV. I it's watch something because Calvin watches it. I I think it actually might be on Hulu, but yeah. I I seriously like I have certain TV shows that I watch, but for the most part, I watch movies. Yeah. Every now and documentaries. Yeah. So. I don't hardly watch shit. <laughs> yeah. Because if I do, I'm going to bed and I fall asleep, and it's usually Deadpool. So. This next one is not a current crime. However, the sentencing is current. So it's current enough. Okay. Hit me. Hit me. Hit me with your best shot. Fire away. (laughs) Okay, but who sings that song? Do you know? Yes. Who is it? It's Pat Benatar. Yes, I knew I knew it because I danced to it. And so when we danced to it, we have to know who it is. And I could not think of who it was. It was her. It was her. Mm-hmm. Um, a New Jersey man who killed three people over two days in 2016 was sentenced to 190 years in prison on Tuesday after the sentencing. I don't know how to read. <laughs> <laughs> was sentenced to 100 to 190 years in prison Tuesday after the sentencing judge proclaimed proclaimed the case the most depraved heinous and cruel he'd ever presided over that's not good that's not really no, what that, you want him you, to say you hear things like the most depraved heinous and cruel you're like mm-hmm. tell me more right a press release from essex county prosecutors confirms jeffrey holland who was 30 was sentenced for the brutal murders, 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 murder, murder of his girlfriend, Taniqua R- Rouse, who was 21, his ex girlfriend, who was 23 year old Ashley Jones, and her new boyfriend, Gerald Marshall, who was 28. Talk about a fucking circle of fucked upness here. Right. So we're going to kill the girlfriend, the ex girlfriend, and the ex girlfriend's new boyfriend. All right. Just so you're here with us. He strangled and drowned his girlfriend, Taniqua, on January 29th of 2016 in her apartment, then placed her newborn son in a closet, covering him with clothing before fleeing the scene. The baby was eventually found safe, thank Jesus. The next day, the prosecutors say Holland went to Jones's apartment. Jones was the ex-girlfriend, forcing the door open and shooting both her and her ex-boyfriend as three children who are age one three and four watched like what the fuck man i don't know i don't like it let's take that one back 
According to authorities, Holland and Jones were the parents of two of those children. So there was two of his goddamn kids. In the yeah, in the residence. But he just shot his uh-huh. their mom in front of them. Luckily, they were one, three, and four, so hopefully it's not too fucking traumatizing. Late last year, Holland was convicted on 18 criminal counts, including murder, desecration of human remains, hindering, felony murder, burglary, theft, unlawful possession of a weapon, possession of a weapon for unlawful purpose, and multiple counts of endangering the welfare of a child and possession of a weapon by a convicted felon. That was... Oh, my God, sir. Holland must serve at least 158 years of his sentence before coming eligible for parole. Let's see if he makes it. (laughs) The judge told him, if you have, this is a quote, if you happen to survive, you'll be then subject to five years of parole supervision. Nice. I don't think he's going to survive. I like how he worded that. Good verbiage. Mm -hmm. The efforts to reach Holland's attorney were unsuccessful on Thursday. You know, it's, it's, it's actually like, uh, if you look into a lot of local areas and look at crimes that have been committed in the last, like, mm, I don't know, you could go far as far back as like five years. You'd shit yourself if you saw how many kids were present when they're like, when one of their parents or both of their parents were murdered. Right. True story, bro. True story, bro. Well, speaking of that, the next story has to do with that only it doesn't end as well so a lawyer for shannon watts family is actually speaking out sharing the chilling details of a moita that took place of a pregnant colorado mom this is so like i don't know if mm-hmm. anybody's heard this story but i, I have like only it. i have only because it's close to us right so this was actually the pregnant colorado mom daughters bella who was four years old and three-year-old celeste a pre-recorded interview with an attorney named Stephen Lambert is actually going to appear on Tuesday's episode of Dr. Phil. Now, there's a clip of it if you want to go and watch it on the People website. And he describes the scene when Chris Watts strangled his wife before he smothered his daughters in August. And, and the reason, you, you'll tell the reasoning in a minute, but I just don't understand. I do not. And do you know what? Okay. Okay. I'll so, go off on this here in just yeah. a moment. It has to do with Colorado, Colorado men. Okay, so people have actually asked us to cover the Watts case. I don't want to cover it until it's done, done, done. Right. So we're going to throw you a little tidbit. A little bone. I'm going to throw just you, the tip. you just the tip just to see how it feels. <laughs> so I'm going to give you this brief little chunk. But when it comes to cases like Chris Watts and stuff like that, you really want to wait until everything has been concluded you know what i mean mm-hmm. know what i mean hear me talking to you like the hit hit go all right so the 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 night in question shannon came home lambert tells dr phil mcgraw she and chris got into a fight they had made up and they were getting along quite well later on they got into a fight again now lambert who was representing shannon's family in the wrongful death suit against chris watts continues now in that fight he essentially confessed to having an affair that he wanted a divorce and that he was pretty much over like it was over between them well i'm sorry but if my husband is like I don't like you anymore. I've been having an affair. I want a divorce. It's over. No shit. Right? Like, as soon as you said that you'd been having an affair, yeah, homie, let me help you pack. 
Yeah, that's where I leave. Like, I know some people work through it. I can't. I can't, dude. My, my ego is entirely too fragile, and I know that about myself. If you're intimate, intimate with another female, and then you come home to me, and you're like, it was a mistake. You're right. Big motherfucking yeah, mistake. Yeah, it was. Don't ever tell me that you're sorry either, because I had a boy, that boyfriend that cheated on me in the bed burning inside. I am so sorry. You know what you are? You are the sorriest motherfucker I have ever laid eyes on. Get your shit and get the fuck out. Don't call me. Don't come find me. You know where I haunt. So don't accidentally bump into me, bitch. But by God, get your shit and run. <laughs> so anyway... <clears throat> he says it's over between them. She said something to the effect of, well, you're not going to see the kids again. As a consequence of that conversa- conversation, he strangled her to death. Okay. Then when Dr. Phil asked if the girls had witnessed their mother's murder, apparently Bella walked in and asked, what are you doing with mommy? Okay. I know. How horrifying is this? Don't look yeah, at me like that. You'll make me cry. I don't like it. Don't make eye contact with me with Sorry. your big, sad, doe eyes. <laughs> yeah. mm. So after killing Shannon, Chris then snags up his two daughters, loads them, smothers them, okay? Snags them, smothers them, okay? Loads them into his truck and hid them on an oil work site where they were found three days later. Which gives me the chills because all of our people work on oil rigs. Not all of our people, but... Most of our people. Most of our close people work on an oil rig. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine what if what if our dudes found a... Like bodies shoved in oil yeah, barrels? Like our da- yeah, our families, Dude, that would... our friends, our anybody. Dude, it could be my brother. It could be my husband. Like, they're, I, most of our friends are oil-filled, you know? Mm-hmm. So... In November, Watts pleaded guilty to all three of the killings. He is currently serving five life sentences without the possibility of parole. Now, when I say that I want everything to be done, done, done before we cover a case, that includes wrongful death suit. Right. Because I want to see what happens. Right. Now, you want to know something really fucked up that's not like being... You can look it up and see it if you want to Google it on the interwebs. This motherfucker has females writing to him, sending him money, marriage proposals, all sorts of shit. Of course he does, because people don't think about what actually went down. Think about if that was anybody in your family. Think about what if that was you. Like Why it, you it, think about this before you're writing and romanticizing what this motherfucker did? I, dude, it freaks me out that people are still so enamored with... People like this, Jody Arias, who apparently is still engaged to be married and thinks that she's going to have some Disney princess on ice fucking wedding while she's incarcerated for life. But Homeboy is serving five, five life sentences consecutively. Do you know what that means? If you don't know what the word consecutive means, that means one right after the fucking other, as in he isn't going to miss a day. Of five life senses. Mm-hmm. Right? So, that being said, I don't know what kind of relationship you think you're going to have with this human being. Because you're not. But, who the hell, who the hell is writing to this man? And for what purpose, you nasty bitch? What the hell is wrong with you? So, when I say that I want it to be done, 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 there are lawsuits that are still being pursued, so not everything has been completed, but this guy is a fuckwit, and yes, we will cover it in the future. And it keeps going on and oh, on but, and on. Oh, but wait, there's more. So, Watts was having an affair with one of his co-workers at the time of the killings. Now, authorities have cited his desire for a, finger quote, fresh start. 
with his mistress. And that was his motives for killing. Hey, yo, did you know that you can do that without killing your babies? You just or your baby mama. Divorce. Yeah. Oh, my God. And if she doesn't want you to see the kids, there's your fresh start. You're out. You're you done. don't need to kill those babies. No, or she her. literally, she literally just handed you what you already wanted. If you don't want to have anything to do with those little girls, she didn't either. Which I think, hey, by the by, don't use your kids in leverage. Like if your husband cheated on you and he didn't want to be with you, fuck it, fine. But don't use your yeah. kids as leverage. Don't be like, oh, well, you're never going to see your kids again. Eh. That's not up to you. Like, that's not cool. Those aren't just no, your kids. No, but no, if your no. husband's like, fuck you, I don't want to have nothing to do with you or them babies at that particular juncture, you could be like, sweet, we all out. Fuck you. Fuck her. Kick rocks. Right. I hope you both die of hepatitis. Right. Like my baby daddy, my Kelvin's daddy, didn't want shit to do with us. And I was like, here's the beauty part. You can go. Bye. You don't have to have anything to do with us for the rest of your fucking life. Yeah. I don't want child support. I don't want you anything. You can go. Yeah. Bye. See how uh, we didn't S- kill anybody? See, nobody died. <laughs> See how easy that was? Right. It's like an etched sketch. Uh, uh. We're done. We're done. Get the hell out. So, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> A February 18th statement. Two people from the Colorado Bureau of Investigations has said authorities interviewed Chris Watts for the purpose of developing further insight into the case. Watts has provided investigators with an additional information about the murders of Shannon, Bella, and Celeste in this interview. Dun, dun, dun. See, we ain't done, done, done yet. No, we not. We <laughs> just we're not even close. We ain't, we ain't done yet. Um, now, the mistress of the admitted triple murderer, Chris Watts, said that she was tricked into believing that he was this loving father who was finalizing a divorce and had no idea that his wife was 15 weeks pregnant until she and the other two girls went missing. So here's the part where I wanted to be like, let me tell you about these Colorado men. Not all of you. I'm not putting you all in a little it's thing. Not, we're not labeling you. It's not a stigma. But let me tell you how many times this happened to me in Colorado. Fucking twice. Yeah. I didn't kill anybody. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't that wait, part. Wait. Did you know that Nikki got dumped on Thanksgiving weekend, headed to her family's house, and they were already how many hours away from Colorado? One. Okay, so you are one hour into a three-hour car ride home. He breaks up with you. Nikki turns around and took the motherfucker back. I should have just kicked him out. You should have just pulled over on the side of the road and said, thank you, I accept your proposal of consciously uncoupling. Now uncouple your fucking seatbelt and kick goddamn rocks out of my car. And did you already mention that I was three months pregnant at the time? I did not. Yeah, I was three months pregnant. So goddamn it. (laughs) Okay, so that's one Colorado man experience. Sorry, I'm trying not to laugh, but I'm like, why didn't you <laughs> just kick him out on the now, side of the road? I know. Now I'm like, God damn it. You are entirely too nice sometimes. Damn. So the, the, the other two, mm-hmm. there was one that said he was separated, like... They're they're getting oh, right. divorced. They're just working through all the shit. Come mm-hmm. to find out, they haven't even fucking. They, she doesn't know. About they weren't this. even separated. Nope. nope. So then it happens again. Another yeah. one. Same thing. Like he used to stay the night at my house. We dated for eight goddamn months. Mm-hmm. Like 
I didn't go to his house because he had kids and we weren't going to do all that yet. So it was like, you know, it was, it made sense. You it know what did. I mean? Like we weren't, we weren't that far along that I'm going to be introduced to your children. We weren't trying to instant family just add dad. You know no, what I mean? Like yeah. that wasn't part of the game plan. Yeah. And uh, like, this is before I ever had kids or anything, but oh my God. So one time we're out like... <sighs> Out, I can't remember where we were, but we were going to sleep in the back of the truck because when you don't have kids, that's shit you can do. You can just go bail and go sleep in the back of the truck and look at the stars. Dude, and, red, redneck star seeing. Right. Star I was like whatever. 24 at the time, I think, and he was 33. Anyway, um, so his phone keeps ringing and it was in the console of my truck. And so he goes to go he gets out of the back of my truck to go in and look at it he comes back and he's like you gotta take me he's like that's my wife she loves me so much she just wants me to she wants me to come home right now i'm like you're fucking what you're what i worked there in hr and he had me like remove shit from hr like he had me take her off of all of his shit. I thought they were really divorced. Oh, wow. He took he it far. He went far. He went far. I was like, fuck you. And they were never even separated. Yeah, there was no. never anything. She had no idea. How, how would you respond as the wife? Like, say you go to the doctor after he has removed you from the insurance all willy-fucking-nilly to proceed smashing papas with Nikki. And you go to the doctor and your shit comes back unpaid and it's like, uh, your insurance denied this because you've been removed from the policy. Like, don't you go to your husband and you're like, splain. Like, what well, the hell? I think that she got insurance through her work or whatever and they decided to use hers. Oh, wow. But he didn't tell me that. He told me they got divorced. So, But he kept his because I think, if I remember right, they they paid for the employee but not the family oh. type thing so she got a job where they paid for the whole family i don't remember for sure oh wow so he, he used took that, that to his advantage oh yeah wow oh yeah okay so <laughs> this woman claims to not have known okay until the 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 family goes missing he's a liar in this Nicole Kessinger, 30, told Denver Post in the interview published Thursday about the man she met through work. He lied about everything. Now, this is the first time that Kessinger spoke out about her relationship with Chris Watts, who pleaded guilty. And um, that and this was in regards to the murders of his wife and daughters and unborn baby that was 15 weeks. In an arrest affidavit, or excuse me, in an arrest affidavit at apparently affidavit is not a word that angel's going to be able to pronounce no, we're today. changing it now it's, it's an affidavit. write it down okay in an arrest affidavit revealed watts 33 was having that affair with his co-worker and though kessinger's identity hadn't been made public until now kessinger did not respond to their to people's requests for information but <coughs> a law enforcement sor source confirms that she is the woman that redacted her information in the affidavit. Hmm. So, while some have speculated whether their relationship contributed to Chris's motive for the killings, Kessinger told the Denver Post that she barely knew him. We had just met. She said they had started out with this physical relationship in early July, but they were taking it slow. Hunty, if he took care of his family, so to speak, in August, and you barely knew each other, but you had a physical relationship, clearly you are not taking it slow. Let's go ahead and close up right. shop. Close right. up shop. 
Yeah, if you bang in in from July to August, uh, I mean, I'm just saying that you're not taking it slow. Now, they had never apparently spoken about long-term plans, and she had never met any of Chris's friends or family. Because he was married. Hello, darling. So, the two saw each other four or five times a week, but were taking it slow. Right. I know how to take it slow, and that's not it. No, honey. You just jumped in feet first. They were seeing each other four or five times a week and said that except for when Watts went to visit his family in North Carolina towards the end of July. That's when Watts called to tell Kessinger that his divorce was final and that he needed help finding an apartment for him and his daughters. Now, Watts had also told Kessinger that he was in the middle of a mutual divorce and they were they were working out the financial details. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. He she says he made me believe that he was doing all all of these things that a rational man and good father would do. Now, a source close to Watts told People, People Magazine, People told not, not just People not in just general. People. When I say People, I mean the actual media source. Okay. That being, that being said, told People, it's very clear that this wasn't a healthy marriage for many months before Shannon and the girls died. He had checked out, and from what he says, she had checked out too. Now, Nicole Kessinger showed interest, and in his mind, he was single, so it happened. He really regrets that Nicole got pulled into this. Hey, guys, let me go ahead and bring it back to the she was 15 weeks pregnant. Mm-hmm. If you are both checked out of a marriage, guess what you're not checking into? Each other's privates. Right? Just saying. Fuck. I know there's a lot of people that can just like rage fuck or fuck because you need to, but I don't think that was the case. Dude, if it resulted in a pregnancy, like let's go ahead and say that would be very tragic for both adults in that situation if you really did check out of a marriage, but for some reason you decided to seal the deal with a little grudge fuck and ended up pregnant with child number three. Damn, yo. But mm-hmm. here's what I'm saying. If a male and a female mutually like mutually check out of a marriage and they're like, I don't really like you anymore, the chances of them seeing each other naked and smashing papas and making another baby, I think they're pretty slim. Right. In my estimation, that's personal opinion. Right. And yeah, like some people are cool with that, but I don't think that that was the case here. Are you? Here. No, fuck no. Me neither. I have never had breakup sex. No, never done fuck it. Fuck no. I don't. I don't do breakup stuff. Once I'm done, I'm done. I'm don't out. Touch I'm done. Like like a blackjack dealer. Mm. <clears throat> I'm out. <clears throat> so <sighs> earlier this week, Shannon Watts' family is- issued a statement in response to claims made by Watts' family that the couple had a stormy relationship, describing Shannon as a faithful wife, very gentle and loving mother. Um, like the best mother in the world to her children, Bella and Celeste, and Nico, her unborn child. So the family slammed Chris Watts' parent slammed Chris's parents as vicious, grotesque, and utterly false. Their statements. Now Kessinger had only begun to see red flags in August when Shannon and her daughters went missing, reported missing. She said that see that Watt seemed casual about their absence, didn't show any emotion, and when the police showed up at the family home to question him, she was very confused about all of this. Hmm. So, explain that to me. How are you confused? That was probably the first. I bet she was like putting it all together because that's probably like the first time she'd been to their house was within that week. Mm-hmm. 
And but what so are you confused for? Like, oh, if you guy, it's all coming oh. together now. But total eclipse of the heart. <laughs> like, no. Like, what was confusing for you? Like that the police came to his house. His wife and children are missing. Mm-hmm. What was confusing? Hunty. I bet. I bet that it was literally like. Oh, fuck. I think I get it. I think I know what had happened. Danger zone. Mm. Well, and the the thing is, is there are still a lot of turning points for this. Not just that, like, clearly he murdered his wife. Clearly he murdered his daughters. He is currently incarcerated. Okay, great. Fine. Got it. There are still a lot of frogs in that boiling pot that haven't jumped out yet. Like... Mm. There is more. There is more. Something rotten is Denmark. Wait, what? Huh? There's something rotten in Denmark, Cheeto. Why don't you make like a tree and get the fuck out of here? Out of here. We're gonna have to get you a proverb book or something. This mix and match shit's gotta go. (laughs) No, but you know, with the wrongful death suit, I'm very interested in that to see how that's gonna pan out. And I kind of want to keep an eye on the other woman. I really, Uh I want to know. If she's being forthcoming with her um, her admission of, like, the the affair and not knowing, like, was he really keeping it all a secret or was he really being that, like, <laughs> deceitful and keeping her in the dark or did she know more than she lets on? Because there's still, know. like, as far as I understood, there's still a lot of ongoing investigation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I... <sighs> I don't know. Maybe she didn't know. Maybe she did know. Maybe she was part of it. Maybe she was like, why don't you kill them so you can be with me? Because why else would they have to? Why would he have to kill him? Was he that just that crazy that he was like, well, this I, is the only way we can be together. <laughs> it's not, Chris. It's not. I don't know. I don't know. I think, and especially because strangulation and smothering, like, t- in, are not that resu- No, that results in death. That's a very intimate way to kill somebody. Mm. You're using your bare hands, your body weight, or like, but you're still very close proximity. That's a very intimate way to kill somebody. And as we have discussed in multiple episodes several times in the past, strangulation is a very difficult method of murder. You don't just grab somebody by the neck all willy nilly and like, and And then 30 seconds later, they're dead. Right. Like Like you see. Seven minutes. Oh, yeah. Like you see in the movies where they're like, feet uh, quick kicking yeah uh, uh, we're done uh, uh, uh. and they're dead no honey that's not how it all plays out when you strangle somebody it takes incredible strength in your hands and you are choking that person you're strangling that person for at least five to seven minutes if not longer most people strangle somebody and they pass out and they're like turder killed them and then they start breathing in again and they come to and whomever just thought they were dead is like god damn it you know what i mean double tap fuck yeah i know I yeah so, so when you look at a situation in which a husband was able to strangle his wife as well as an unborn child that's pretty fucked up yeah that's a whole different mental state right yeah. there oh and the fact different. that the fact that he found it necessary and also had the fortitude to smother his right. four and three year old that's pretty s- severe that's horrifying that's- i think that anybody 
not anybody, I don't know, there's situations that when people are um, mentally ill, or they're suffering from postpartum depression, mm-hmm. or they have DID, or you know what I mean, there's a, there's a, like all these different like mental situations that I see mothers kill their children that I'm like, holy crap, like, it doesn't make it any easier to, to read. But no. then you, then, ooh, sorry, I kicked that. Sorry. Sorry. But you at least have an opportunity to look at a situation and be like, ah, melted, men, whew, melted health. <laughs> Mental health played a position in this woman's reasoning for doing what she did. Yeah. So... Um, does it make them less responsible? I don't know. That's for a judge and a jury to decide. You know what I mean? Or a, a psychiatrist or a psychiatric evaluation when they deem, deem a person not mentally sound. And what's the actual words that I'm looking for? When they deem them competent. Ha! Yep. Turder. I went blank as soon as you asked me. I'm like, I'm like, what's the word? I'm like, it's not impotent. It's no. not. What? Well, and I the, thought confident. The confident. I was close. Like, hey man, you hand me that their thesaurus and dictionary. I need to figure <laughs> out my words. So when they deem somebody, <laughs> I get my words mixed up when they deem somebody incompetent, then yeah, that mental health played a role in which no 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 but so they look at chris watts and he's like yeah man i smothered my children's the fuck with no emotion that they are gone no even though he's the only one when they went quote missing he's the only one that knows where they went and there's no fucking emotion you have issues (laughs) i just feel like anybody anybody that's able to to hurt their kids or kill their kids. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, you, there's, there's something very disconnected mm-hmm. in you. Mentally and emotionally. Like, you're not okay, dude. No. No. <sighs> or, like, even people that, like, thump the shit out of their kids. Right. Like, it's one thing to, like, put the brakes on your kids' be- oh, behavior yeah. and, like, pop them in the mouth or, you know, poke them in the ribs or even, even spank. You know what I mean? But people that, like, legitimately physically harm their kids Mm -hmm. what the hell is wrong with you i don't like it when my kids are hurt i there's no way i want to be the one that hurts them i might want to get their attention for a second but i don't want to hurt them i i almost feel worse than your kid when i hurt their feelings like i know that when i'm being stern Uh and i'm like hey and i clap my hands real loud i'm like you knock it off and put your nose in that corner now and you can't and look directly at nope. them. You're like, no, nope, don't by, do it. By that time, they're already crying and their little lips going. Now, did I did I hurt them? Yeah, their feelings. You know what I mean? I don't like it. I don't like doing it any more than I like watching mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? Or them having to go through it. But when you're disciplining a kid and you're like, hey, don't do that. Hey, don't do that. Or this is going to happen. And they're like, meh, meh. They uh, keep doing it. And you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> and, and at that point you they know that there has to be a clear like consequence coming so that they stop doing that thing but yeah like i couldn't imagine beating the crap out of my kid with a belt or you know what i mean like some of the some of the spankings i got as a youngster yeah like i would never do that to my kid mine yeah we got a lot of the same ones and no 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 i don't like it like to hold down like what kind of 
fuckery most foul is tumbling around that fuck tangle of a brain that you can't unass upstairs that you smothered a four and a three-year-old all willy-nilly and then stuffed them in oil barrels right no and a pregnant and a pregnant wife like even if you don't like her anymore dude she was carrying one of your children right or or you've been married to her for a while there's got to be something about her that you don't want to kill i don't know i don't know i honestly like i've been in long-term relationships where the breakup was really really bad Mm -hmm. but i'm still friends with that person now right i am actually there i can tell you three ex-boyfriends that I was in serious relationships that I don't have anything to do with that person. And one of them genuinely just doesn't deserve my friendship. Right. Um, One of them actually, he ended up marrying and moving on with his life. And I mean, if we saw each other in the street, we would greet each other and be jovial. But it's kind of whatever's like me. The third one is a complete psychopath. Yeah. He is a sociopath in all of the worst ways. And I would just prefer prefer that this person never know anything about me ever. Yeah. Yeesh. Other than the fact that I'm married to a very large man <laughs> that could probably stretch you and hammer you into the floor like a nail. You could turn into Stretch Armstrong real quick. He'll just put his hand, he'll put his feet over your feet and grab you by the arms. <laughs> and that Lift. probably Stretch was Armstrong. just me being courteous. <laughs> it wasn't probably. He'd fuck you up. So, ooh. Ooh. I only have one that I don't talk to that I don't want anything to do with forever and ever. Yeah. He's a little bitch. <laughs> fuck you. Oh, yeah, that one's bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like that one either. He's a chode. Big time. Big one. Yeah, dingleberry mm-hmm. so that brings us to the end of quant events mostly current <laughs> mostly ish mostly current ish events episode 94 and now i must pee go to the store go home pay bills meal prep and finish my outline for the next episodes i just need to eat <laughs> i, I need am- to eat and edit and get ready because i gotta go doctor in salt lake tomorrow yeesh so maybe don't don't smother your kids and uh, right. don't stab your boyfriend's ex-girlfriend. Right. And uh, stay, stay out of chalk lines. lines. Goodbye. Goodbye.